Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello. It's Monday, the 28th of September. I'm Steve, and welcome to another session of coaching in your ear. What do we have today? We've got a trip to Roding Valley Wreck and some aut- autumn sunshine. And for a bit of sp- bit, uh, heading to Roding Valley Wreck for a bit of speed. And today, having last week done the Higher Far Challenge, in which I ran 8.25k in 30 minutes. Worth a listen if you want to hear me huffing and puffing my way through 30 minutes of effort. Um, Having done that last week, two weeks ago we did a set of ladder intervals. And today we're going to do the same thing as that, but in a slightly different order. So two weeks ago we got up. We went 60, 90, 120, 150, 180 seconds of effort and then back down the other way. Today, we're going to do it the other way around. We're going to start at 180, go down to 150, 120, 90, 60, another 60, 90, 120, and finish at 150. All off 90 seconds rest, all at your 5k pace or 5k effort. So it should be fun. I'm using the uh, 400 metre track at Roding Valley Wreck. Still not having too much rain, so it should be drying up. grass track. See if my friend the groundsman is there. Uh, the weekend, what happened? Well, a bit of an update on East End Lions under eights. Third match of the season. Nice 7-1 victory. Always in command of the match. Very good on the counter-attack. We're up against it. But got the ball forward quickly, scored a goal. Having not been in the opponent's half until that point. Seven one. So that's just the 27 goals they've scored in three games. I'd like, I'd like to say that it's down to the quality of my coaching. But it's actually because they're a really talented bunch. Good team as well. There's no superstar that they'll rely on. A bit of everything from everyone. But also, they're unbelievably quick learners. So you talk to them about how to approach the match. And you might, might even in one week, as I did last week, change things at half time to try and nullify the threat of a, of a decent opponent and I'd pick it up so fast amazing they're only seven turning eight this year year three at school anyway 
That's Eastern Lions. Good work. Uh, the other thing I was going to talk about this morning on the preamble, just as I'm on my way to the wreck, was the Early Milestones podcast coaching program. And I think it's a really interesting time to talk about that because we're still getting active. There's a few pillars of fitness building for people early in their, in their running journey that are missing at the moment. One of those is park run, which also looks like it's going to be missing for a little while. Having said that, we're going to come back in October. I think they went a little bit early on that. And the increasing cases has led to them rethinking, but also, you know, the realisation that local authorities who require, whose consent they require to hold events on their, on their land. Those local authorities are not that keen on hosting big events at this moment in time, which is also why races are hard to come by still and why races are still getting cancelled. So there's a few things missing. Couch to 5k is however going strong. And I've heard radio ads for Couch to 5k. And the premise of Catch to 5K is really similar to the early milestones program in that you get audio support for all your sessions, you get someone who's much better at doing audio recording than me, like a Joe Wiley, for example, a radio presenter. And uh, the early milestones program isn't designed to compete with that at all, it's designed to build on it. So why at the end of Catch to 5K, you've done your nine week program, you might be able to run for 30 minutes for the first time, for a long time. But what happens next? So what we do with the early milestones program, and actually there's four stages to the program. We go, you're already running 5k, you've already done catch to 5k and you might want to be getting a little bit better, I mean, either feeling more comfortable at 5k or running it a bit faster. You might be looking to increase your distance, so stage, that was stage two I just referred to, stage three is where you might want to be increasing your distance and trying to get up to 10k. Stage four, which is brand new, is where you might want to be already at 10k, not quite ready to move up any further distance, but want to run 10k a bit more comfortably. And the stage I forgot is stage one, which is our equivalent of catch to 5k, but the big difference in the program itself is that I use mindfulness as the technique to get you from the couch to 5k. Now, the challenge in a world where everything's free is getting paid fairly for stuff that adds value and of course I charge for entry onto the program but it's a very affordable level that's £7.50 a month and each program lasts for 8 weeks so 2 months So it's designed to be affordable, but it's also designed to add value, so it's not just the recording. Hey, 
Oi. So, there's a podcast. I'll talk you through a couple of other sessions you need to do that week in concert with the podcast. And we have a community where we have feedback, support, ask questions. And that's obviously a massive difference from Cash to 5K where you're just left alone to get on with it. No one really to hold you to account, no one to pick you up when things don't go so well. No one to help advise. And that's what we provide. And that's where the value really sits. And on the pricing, What's really interesting is that I collect feedback after the end of a program, which is partly designed to help the people who've gone through the program reflect on what they've achieved and how they feel about it and what they want to do next, but also partly for me to get feedback. And one of the questions I ask is whether I think it's value for money and whether they would recommend it to a friend. And virtually everybody, in fact, no, sorry, everybody who's completed it has said they would recommend it to a friend and that it was value for money. If anything, it's too cheap. Now, that's not an excuse for me to put the price up, but it is good value. Particularly because of the direct access that you get as well as the imaginative and informative coaching sessions. Okay, I'm at the wreck now. Just heading towards the track. The other thing that is on my mind this week is the London Marathon. The 40th race. There's 45,000 people who are going to be attempting the virtual race where they've just got to complete 26.2 miles across that day and they'll get a t-shirt and a medal but there's a bunch of people who are actually doing the race around St James's Park in a biosecure bubble so through this session I'm going to talk a little bit about that. In the intervals, I'll be doing that. Probably not during the reps. It's hard enough jogging here and talking at the same time. Here we go. Oh, tired today. A few miles at the weekend. I'm not expecting much from myself at all today. I'm going to ease into it. But no such excuses for you. Come on now. Every week I put an excuse down, don't I? But we'll see. So we're doing three minutes. 180 seconds. Then 150, 120, 90, 60. Going down the ladder. Then we're going to go back up the ladder back up to 150, so 60, 90, 120, 150, end, stretches home, 90 seconds rest between everything, just like last time, so it's the same volume, same uh, constitution of reps, but in a slightly different order that we did two weeks ago, okay, for warm up, we're going to do three laps of the track, I'm going to do exercises on the bends and I'm going to run the straights quite hard. I'm starting on a bend. So we're going to go straight into walking up on our tiptoes. Stretch out our calves. And rock back on your heels. So the early milestones program might not be for you. 
but perhaps you know somebody who benefit from it. Please pass them the details or send them my way. Back onto your toes. And onto your heels, curling your toes up towards your knees. And toes. Stretching out those toes, the ankles, the calves. And back on your heels, curling your toes up towards your knees. Okay, and let's put in some walking lunges. Nice big stride. Drop that rear knee down towards the ground. Keep your hips and knees facing forwards. Keep moving forwards, five or six on each leg. Oh, I'm definitely feeling it in the legs today. Long run yesterday in which I went reasonably hard on the downhills. A couple of them I attacked just to work the downhills a little bit. That means I can feel it in my hamstrings and a little bit in my quads, which is not ideal. Okay, right, on the straight, off we go, put a stride in, 80 metres or so, open the legs up. Gonna run these a little bit hard. And hold it there. And we're going into some internal hip rotations. So we're going to go out on my right side. My right knee is going out to three o'clock on a clock face and round to 12 and down. My left knee is going out to nine, round to 12 and down. Three, round to 12. And keep walking in between. Keep moving, stretch out those hips, open up the hips, mine are dead stiff. I thought I'd recovered pretty well from those long miles, but turns out I'm tired. A couple more. Really achy in there. Open them right up. Good. And we're gonna go into some hamstring swings. Three or four swings on each leg. I'm going to start on my left, standing on my left leg, swinging my right, back and forth, just a little gentle swing, nothing too aggressive, loosen off those hamstrings, get to the edge of where any soreness or tightness is, and stop, and switch. It's a beautiful morning here, I can see one, two, three, four, five, six dogs, seven dogs actually, and one, Two, three, four, five, six, seven people. Eight dogs, there we go. I knew it. I knew there was one owner missing. One dog missing. Right, off we go again. Some more running. Bit looser now. Okay, that's one lap done. And uh, our exercise now. Let's do some skipping, some playground skipping, usual stuff, tucking the knee up into the chest, keeping the knee facing forwards, working those hips. Talked a lot about hips in. And rest there and jog. Last week's recording. a lot about the things we need to do to keep our hips high. So let's focus on that again now. Off we go, look forwards, run tall. Okay, and we're gonna do some more playground skips. Exactly the same. Get up nice and tall, knee to chest, 
knee forwards, height in the hips, and jog. Gonna get ready to attack the next straight. Okay, let's go. Pick up the pace a bit now. today. Breathing's not good at all. Okay, into high knees. Off we go. Knees up, thighs parallel to ground. From the balls of your feet. And jog. And we've got two more chances to get our heart rate up with our strides. So off we go now. And for the last one, last little exercise, we're going to go back into high knees, minimising contact time with the ground. So we do things a little bit faster. So up we go. Fast, 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 fast. Get those feet up and down. Reduce the contact time with the ground. Get the hips high. Good and jog. straight into our last bit of effort for warm up put it in then last 80 meters or so oh it is an effort today okay I'm going to hold it there so we do what you need to do to get yourself ready Sort shoelaces, have a drink, sort your equipment out. Which is what I should do myself. All good, so we're going to start with an 880 seconds, three minutes worth of 5k effort off the bat. Alright, what can we do? I can see this being a real effort. For me, come on then, show me how it's done. If we're all set, we're going to go in about 20 seconds. Okay, ready to go in five, three, two, one go three minutes 180 seconds off we go let's do this now come on Working, get the hips up.
Keep doing it. work. Come out for two minutes, well done. Putting it in for just over 30 seconds. Lost 15. Well done. 90 seconds rest. Oh. Oh, that was hard effort. Oh. Okay. So the next one is two and a half minutes. 150 seconds. And... I said I was going to talk about the London Marathon, the 40th race, the biosecure bubble. So on Sunday at 7.15, the women leave, are set off for their own race, followed by the men at 10.15, for 19 and a bit laps of St James's Park, Birdcage Walk for now. Flat, fast. No crowds, because it's all fenced off. And there's some very high quality athletes performing. At the sharp end, you're the world record holder, Bridget Kosky, who's run a 2.14. And Ruth Chepengatich, easy to say, from Kenya, who's world champion. So you've got world record holder against world champion at the front end of the race. Okay. We're going again in five for two and a half minutes. Three, two, one, go. Two and a half minutes, 150 seconds, that's all it is. Good hard effort. Ninety seconds done. One more minute. Two 
30 seconds. Work hard, come on. That's 10. And hold it there. Good work. 90 seconds rest. And then we're into two minutes. Oh. So world champion against world record holder at the front. Both from Kenya. But then, for me, given what the Marsman Pursuit is trying to do in supporting and helping to improve the standards of British elite marathon running, it's the uh, British women's race, for which there's a whole bunch of them competing hard. And they're all thinking about the Olympics in, hopefully, the middle of, or summer next year in Tokyo. So, the qualifying time, which is set by British Athletics, is 2 hours 29 minutes and 30 seconds. So you need that time. And then, uh, that puts you in a position where, if you finish in the top three in a trial race, which they'll hold in September, uh, sorry, they'll hold in the spring, if you're in the top three at that race, having already had the qualifying time, irrespective of the time you run in that race, you will be selected for the Olympics. We've got 30 seconds. Now, there's already four women who've achieved that qualifying time. Charlotte Perdue, who we support, Jess Piasecki, Steph Davis, and Steph Twell. All four of those have already got the qualifying time. None of them have been selected for the Olympics as yet. 10 seconds. So they all need to do the trial race. Of those four, only Steph Twell is running the London Marathon. The others are all deciding to keep their powder dry for the spring. Okay, we're going in five, three, two, one, go. Two minutes now, come on. The big daunting one, the three minutes is done. Two minutes of running. Keep working, come on. That's 60 seconds. working, hits up, heels up, got 20 seconds. And hold it there, two minutes, well done. seconds rest. You had more rest on that last one. I forgot. 
Had two minutes rest, so no excuses. Okay. So yeah, only Steph Twell has already got the time is running. She's run 2.26.40 before to qualify. Not selected yet. They can only take three, so four girls have qualified. They've got to battle it out, which was due to have happened in the London Marathon in the spring. But now it's going to be next spring instead. Then after that, you've got a whole bunch of them who are trying to get the qualified time. You've got Lily Partridge, who's run under 2.30 before. Tracy Barlow, Natasha Cockrum and Tish Jones, all of which have run internationally before. And then there's a couple of others, Helen Davis and Naomi Mitchell, Naomi Mitchell who are also competing. And those four in particular, but all of them, will be going for the Olympic qualifying time. So it'll be very interesting to see how they get along. Okay, it's time to go in five, three, two, one, go. This is 90 seconds this time. Getting more and more manageable. Pick the heels up, hips forwards, tuck the elbows back as well. 90 seconds. Well done. We're at 60. Last 30, come on. All the way in. Push, push, push. Come on. Okay, hold it there. Good work. 90 seconds rest. And then we're into 60 second reps. Two of them. Back to back before we start going back up the ladder. So on a fast course with good rate paces, it'll be good to see those women giving it a good go to get 2.29.30. They all need PVs, or anyone that does it will be running a PV, but they're all capable of doing it. So we'll see how that plays out. And the more that do, the more competitive the spring trial race is gonna be, which is always fascinating. Okay. Uh, and Natasha Cockrum in particular, who we support, we give a little bit of help to. We, uh, we chatted to her last week and I recorded it, so that'll be going out this week. A little bit of a preview from her, see what she's looking forward to. Okay, you've had more rest again, I'm talking too much. Okay, we're gonna go in five, three, two, one, go. 60 seconds this time as a bead of sweat just drips off me on a cool September morning, so I'm working.
and hold it there. Well done. 60 seconds, take 90 seconds rest. Whew. And then we're going to go again. So in the men's race, here we've got the smackdown that the world's been waiting for. It's like Muhammad Ali against Joe Frazier. Yvette versus Co. Ronaldo versus Messi. It's Kipchoge, the greatest marathon runner of all time, against Kenanisa Bikili. Arguably the greatest all-round endurance athlete of all time. Until very recently, holder of the 5,000 metre world record, is still the holder of the 10,000 metre world record, and he's only two seconds off the marathon world record held by Kipchoge in 201. 40 something. Okay, we've got 20 seconds. So they're going head to head at the front. Fascinating race. Who's in the shape? Kipchoge is so good at getting himself ready for races. Bikili doesn't have such a good consistent track record. Um, but there's also another guy in the race, Muzanit Geremu, who is handy. He could cause a bit of an upset, I reckon. Okay, we're going in five. Three, two, one, go. 60 seconds. We're going back up now. Keep it. Just walking across from one ladder to the other, really. We've come down one. Walking across to the next one. seconds <laughs> and hold it there good work 90 seconds rest so just to be clear we go from here to 90, 120, 150, and that's it. Three more reps. Good. So yeah, those two, and maybe Geremu, mixing it up up the front. World record is in danger. If, they're in, if they've done well through lockdown, if they're in good shape. And you never really know until they're racing what shape they're in. No one really gives too much away for the race. Uh, and then, similar for the women, we've got a whole bunch of British men. It's fantastic to see. Really competitive field. Underneath that, all again, gunning for an Olympic qualifying time, which for the men is 2.11.30. And so far... There's two guys who've got the qualifying time. One is Callum Hawkins, who isn't running on Sunday because he has been selected for the Olympics already. And again, he probably can't see any great value in running a marathon at this point in time when he's already got this qualifier. And Johnny Meller, the second guy, he's got it in 2.10. He is running. Okay, we're going in five for 90 seconds. Three... Two, one, go. 90 seconds. So we're going back up the ladder. It's a slightly smaller ladder, only going up to 150. But it's hard going up towards the end. So we're going to work hard, we're going to concentrate.
Thank you. Thirty seconds or so. Last ten. seconds oh 90 seconds rest so Johnny Meller already has the qualifying time he is racing but nobody else does so everybody else is looking to see what they can do and Of those, you've got Chris Thompson, who has run inside the qualifying time. His PB is quicker than the qualifying time, but that was in 2014. A long time ago, but he is in good form. He ran a quick half marathon recently. So he's got potential to get in. So has Ben Connor, who ran a 60.55 half marathon two or three weeks ago on his and he's running his first ever marathon, so who knows what's in store for him. Okay, up to two minutes. We're going in 15 seconds. We've also got Ross Millington, who's run a 62-minute half marathon. And Jack Gray, who's run a 63-minute half marathon, both making their debuts. They're top quality athletes. Let's see they, how they can convert to the marathon. Okay, we're going in five. Three, two, one. Let's do it. Two minutes this time. Is this your penultimate rep? Abide by the law of the penultimate rep. It's the one to empty the tanks on. Okay, that's one minute. working, come on. You got just over 20 seconds. seconds rest we've got one rep left okay and one person who is not new to the marathon and is getting stronger and stronger every race is super consistent is experienced in championship and difficult races 
is Josh Griffiths, who we also support, like Natasha. Josh is the guy, if you remember, 2017. He, the, the media tell it is he came from the masses to win the British Championship of the Marathon. First Brit over the line in the London Marathon and qualified for, to run for GB in the World Championships. Uh, that was his debut. High quality, super consistent. Ran a 63 minute half marathon, 63.08 at the Antrim Coastal Half very recently. Okay, we've got 20 seconds, we go again. He looks in good shape. So fingers crossed for him for a good run. Okay, we're going in 10. This is our last one. This is two and a half minutes of effort. Going in three, two, one, go. Come on then. Let's put it in. Two and a half minutes. See what you've got left. Elbows back. Hips high. Knees through. Heels up. Keep working. There we go. One twenty. Come on. Just over a minute to go. Put it in now, all the way. Last 30 seconds. Come on, all the way. And hold it there. Well done. Oh. Look at your shoes. Hard work. Hard work. Good effort. Pull yourself back up off the floor. Give yourself a little high five for getting through that. It's hard, isn't it, building back up the ladder. Good. Let me know what you think. Was that harder than last time? Same duration, same level of rest. Arguably. It's the three minutes is at the beginning when you're fully rested. It should be slightly easier, but I bet it didn't feel like that. You let me know. Easier or harder? Uh, just going to jog over to my favourite bench for my stretches. So the last thing I was going to say about 
the London Marathon and the men's race is that you know, all those guys are gunning for 2.11.30 and they're being helped in that by Mo Farah who's pacing them he is going to be a pacemaker and he's going to try and run at 2.11.30 pace so go through halfway and just shy of 66 minutes He's going to try and support that effort. So it's going to be fascinating telly because you're going to have the race at the front end, but there will be eyes on Mo and the Brits as well, doing lap after lap. Oh, someone's sitting on my bench, we've got to change benches. Uh, lap after lap at St James's Park. And uh, I spoke to Josh as well, so there's a podcast coming with me chatting to Josh about how he's feeling about the race. Yeah, he's pretty relaxed, I can tell you. He's a pretty relaxed guy. Okay. I'm on my bench. So 10.15... It's on BBC, Sunday morning. Have a look at that, straight after the women's race, which is at 7.15. Okay, going into a calf stretch, pushing against the bench, my foot's flat to the floor, my leg is straight. I am working at the top of my calf. And switch legs. and come up into quads so this is the front of the thigh stand on one leg pick up your heel behind you and bring your heel up into your bum knees together hips forwards and switch legs good and then we're going into Hamstrings. I'm going to put my foot up on the bench, straight front leg, and I'm going to bend myself at the hips, so my head is going over the top of my knee, not by much. I'm not very flexible there, but also I don't want to overstretch my hamstrings, feeling a bit sore. And switch. Good. And then we're into glutes. Ankle over your knee, into a standing pigeon. And down into a squat as your right ankle is over your left knee or vice versa. And that's where I am, super tight in there. And switch. This is into our glutes, our buttocks. Outside of the buttocks, up in the hip. And last one is our hips. So I'm putting my foot back on the bench and I'm leaning forwards. So my knee is going over the top of my toes. My back leg is straight and I'm really feeling that stretch in my hips. And switch. Good. That's tight in my left hip. I've got a bit of work to do there. Later on, well done. We are all done. Good session. We'll be back again later in the week for more. We'll also be back in later in the week for... The London Marathon preview version, which, in which I particularly talked to Josh and Natasha. And I will uh, so enjoy all of those and I'll speak to you again very soon. Take care. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.